This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. I guess this is just another lost cause, Mr. Payne. All you people don't know about lost causes. Mr. Payne does. He said once they were the only causes worth fighting for. And he fought for them once, for the only reason any man ever fights for them. Because of just one plain, simple rule. Love thy neighbor. And in this world today, full of hatred, a man who knows that one rule has a great trust. You know that rule, Mr. Payne. And I loved you for it just as my father did. And you know that you fight for the lost causes harder than for any others. Yes, you even die for them. Like a man we both knew, Mr. Payne. You think I'm licked. You all think I'm licked. Well, I'm not licked. And I'm gonna stay right here and fight for this lost cause. Even if this room gets filled with lies like these. And the tailors and all their armies come marching into this place. Somebody will listen to me. Welcome back, Patriots. Thank you so much for listening to the Patriot Cause. Got a question for you. Is America a lost cause? Is it all over? Is the military against the president of the United States? We're going to go from a military coup to a communist coup, which is really what is happening in America. It's not our military that wants to have a coup against the president of the United States. It's the people, the communists, that have a coup against America. Big bonehead award tonight. And it is important for us to understand exactly how these leftists slash communists think and how they spin information to meet their narrative. And this bonehead is a great example of how this is done and why we have to stand up and show up and speak up. So you have a choice, like I say, on every single podcast. You can lead. You can follow or you get the hell out of the way of the patriots in America. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Throughout American history, the military has always supported and defended the Constitution of the United States. In the Constitution, it defines 
what the United States government is and how it is structured from the legislative branch to the executive branch to the judicial branch. And all three of those branches are put together to protect each other, to check each other, to ensure that the Constitution is being upheld for the people in America. Nowhere in there does it say a military branch. Military has no business whatsoever against any one of those three branches of the government. And it still stands today, and it will always stand today. The military has no impact or authority on any one of those branches. Matter of fact, the military falls under the executive branch, the commander-in-chief, which is the president of the United States. So are there people in the military today that are against the president? Absolutely. It's not new. Many military leaders did not like their president, didn't like the executive branch and the way things are running. But because of the information and because of the technology we have today, American people get more information about how the military is reacting to this executive branch. And not only that, these traitors in the military can now use this technology to get their point across to American people. And it's very, very, very dangerous when military personnel speak out against the executive branch. They have no right to do that. I'm going to talk to you specifically about one site, website that was stood up. And in that website are lots of military people that say they know what is right for the country. They know that we have a problem with the president of the United States and the power that he has. So they're trying to influence the media and the public that their ideas against the president and the executive branch is right. Doesn't matter. It's absolutely wrong. So Defense One is one of those websites. You can go check it out. And it's really a... It depresses me as a military person that this site and these ideas from the military even exist. There's no way that the majority, 99% of the military, would ever have anything to do with what these people are spewing out. So on August 11th of 2020, two retired Army Lieutenant Colonels, John Nagel, and Paul Yingling decided to write a letter to the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Specifically, his name is General Miley. And General Miley is basically the head honcho in charge of all the armed forces in America. And you can go to their website and you can see this particular article. And it says, all enemies, foreign and domestic, so they're using the Constitution slash oath of office 
that the military takes to defend this country against all enemies, foreign and domestic, as a title in their open letter to General Miley. If the commander-in-chief attempts to ignore the election results, you will face a choice. The commander-in-chief? What does the commander-in-chief of the military got anything to do with the election results? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. They have no authority whatsoever. But this is what the website says. Mr. Trump has engaged in a systematic disinformation campaign to undermine public confidence in our elections. He has falsely claimed that mail-in voting is inaccurate and fraudulent. He is actively sabotaging the U.S. Postal Service in an effort to delay and discredit mail-in voting. He has suggested delaying the 2020 election despite lacking the authority to do so. So these military commanders, officers, before the election, again, this goes back to August, and they're already making up their mind that President Trump is the one that's undermining the election. What During that time frame, what he was saying was the process that you're trying to do is wrong according to the Constitution. But that's not how these people see it. These people hate this president. They hate his ideas for America. So they use this in a way to get back to the president of the United States. Quote, the military coup, as they call it. So another letter that I read, which I think was pretty neat, was another letter to General Miley. But this letter didn't come from a military retired officer. It came from a civilian, a person that works hard in this country. And her name is Miss Sheila. No first name, quite all right. But she wrote this letter. And parts of this letter, again, you can go on the show notes and click the link and read the full letter. But the basic meat of this letter is this. I am a 46-year-old mother I am a retired airline executive who managed large numbers of airports and equally large numbers of employees. I worked my way up and earned every dime I ever made. I am also a retired government employee. Yes, I have retired from two jobs. So she's laying it up front where she's coming from. The letter is quite detailed about what is really going on in our country in relationship to treason from these military officers. She's explaining that these military officers have lost their freaking minds. And she's not in the military. It's not the president, but all those around him that have lost what it means and understands enemies of freedom. Enemies of freedom can be within the administration and within America. And we're seeing more and more of that today than we ever did in the history of America. So she further continues in the letter, and part of it, she says this, I am curious, General Miley, does it bother you at all that two lieutenant colonels wrote a public letter disparaging the commander-in-chief? I can only say it would never, ever been tolerated in my arena where she works at. 
These two colonels are essentially asking you to commit seduction, if not outright treason. I know that legally you have no authority to remove the president. That job, if needed, will fail or fall under the Secret Service. Which is exactly what she's talking about. It is not the job of the military to remove the president. He's elected by the people. The people have to remove the president or the Secret Service, in this case, uh, based upon, you know, different circumstances. But the Secret Service has no reason whatsoever to remove the president of the United States. So the great news about all this, which I think is exciting, is you're still in charge. Americans are still in charge of this country. You and General Miley. He's an American, and he's still in charge of his own country. And he refuses to let these people drive him into treason in this country. So let's talk about who this person is. He is the 20th chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. As chairman, he is the highest ranking and most senior military officer in the United States. There is no way... And he has said it multiple times that the military will get involved in anything dealing with removing the president of the United States because he knows it is not his job and it's not right to do it. Gerald Miley was speaking at a dedication of a new museum. It's called the National Museum of the United States Army. And I'm going to play this clip so you can actually hear what he has to say. But a little part of the words that I take dear to my heart and why I trust this general with my life is because of this. We are unique among militaries, said General Mark Miley, the chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff. We do not take an oath to a king or queen, a tyrant or dictator. We do not take an oath to an individual. I've said it on this podcast and I can't express enough how proud I am to hear that from the highest general in this nation. Again, we don't take an oath to people. We take an oath to the Constitution of the United States. And if you listen to this clip during the time he is dedicating this Army Museum, he reiterates exactly what I'm talking about. The moral North Star for all of us in uniform. It is that document that gives purpose to our service. It is that document that gives purpose to this museum. And we in uniform are willing to die to pass it on to the next generation. In it are the ideas and the values that make up this experiment called the United States of America. And the motto of the United States Army for over 200 years, since 14 June 1775, the motto has been, this we will defend. And that this refers to the Constitution and to protect the liberty of the American people. You see, we are unique among armies. We are unique among militaries. We do not take an oath to a king or a queen a tyrant or a dictator. We do not take an oath to an individual. 
No, we do not take an oath to a country, a tribe, or a religion. We take an oath to the Constitution. And every soldier that is represented in this museum, every sailor, airman, marine, coast guardsman, each of us will protect and defend that document regardless of personal price. This American hero, like many, many, many like him, specifically said, we will protect that document no matter the personal price. You got to have faith in America. And this man proves that America is still alive. It's still great. And it still supports the Constitution of the United States. So a lot of these people want to pound this general and basically say that he tells the world that the military is going to support ousting or doing this coup against the president. And he spoke in front of Congress, and this is what he said on August of 2020. This is from Forbes magazine, but it is basically what he said during that meeting. The Joint Chief of Staff, General Mark Miley, told Congress the military would stay clear of the upcoming presidential election process and refuse to obey unlawful orders, a pledge that comes amid fears that President Trump may not accept the election results if he loses and refuses to leave the office. This is the greatest example of leadership, military leadership in this country. And there are many more like General Miley than any of the traitors that are spewing crap with these media. These people are traitors. And as much as I hate to say it, there are Marine generals that are part of this traitorous idea against the President of the United States. The idea that Trump would refuse to acknowledge an election loss or worse, refuse to leave office has been circulating for some time on talk shows and op-ed columns. However, Miley's comments reinforce what officers are taught from the time they are cadets in the military and has no place in this election. In June, during a speech at the National Defense University, Miley apologizes for walking in or walking with Trump through a Lafayette Square outside the White House after he was forcibly cleared of protesters saying, I should not have been there. My presence in that moment and in that environment created a perception of the military involved in domestic politics. And he's right. He should have never been in that situation at the time. And he apologized for it because the, the military is apolitical forever. And we should not be putting ourselves in these photo ops with the president for whatever reason other than to support the military objectives of the United States. And he was wrong. So he's in the wrong place. But he doesn't. This doesn't mean he does not support President Trump. It just means he did wrong supporting the military in in this environment, this political environment. This has got nothing to do with his views on Trump. He just happened to be 
at the place that was going on with these pictures and the, and of course the left drove that and said, hey, this general is wrong uh, or this general is against the president of the United States because, you know, he's there with him. And they're going to use the excuse to get all these other generals and all these other officers that are against the president of the United States. But I'm telling you right now, General Miley is not against this president. He's not against any president. He follows his orders from the commander-in-chief, which is the president of the United States. And that's what he does. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and go into the Bonehead Award for tonight. And the Bonehead Award is really kind of interesting. Because there's an organization called the Young Turks. Some of you may have heard about it. And the Young Turks are far, far left communist individuals in this country that hate everything about America. Everything about the foundations that created this country. And they are going to do everything they can to circumvent the Constitution of the United States and gain power in America. So take a listen to this bonehead. More and more individuals are coming out against Donald Trump publicly, especially when it comes to his decision to use brute force against peaceful protesters in Washington, D.C. Also, he could take his uh, photo op uh, in front of a church in D.C. Now, the latest uh, official who's speaking out against this is Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman uh, General Mark Milley, who announced that he actually regrets participating in Trump's photo op uh, where peaceful protesters were treated this way. This message was actually aired during the graduation for the National Defense University. Here he is, and here's what he had to say. As many of you saw the result of the photograph of me at Lafayette Square last week, that sparked a national debate about the role of the military in civil society. I should not have been there. My presence in that moment and in that environment created a perception of the military involved in domestic politics. As a commissioned uniformed officer, it was a mistake that I have learned from, and I sincerely hope we all can learn from it. We who wear the cloth of our nation come from the people of our nation. And we must hold dear the principle of an apolitical military. Trump's own um, defense secretary, Mark Esper, I mean, he did it in, I think, the most timid way, but he still did speak out against what happened in D.C. Uh, Mad Dog Mattis, uh, he was the most vocal and uh, strong in his messaging against what Trump did. And now you have the Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman uh, Mark Milley saying, no, this is wrong and I don't agree with it. I shouldn't have been there and I'm learning. Um, it gives me a little bit of hope because honestly, if Donald Trump wants to really carry out his fantasy of being a dictator, the only way he could do it would be with the support of the military. And uh, I like hearing military leaders speak out against him because that gives me at least a little bit of hope that they would, you know, choose the right path for this country if, if things really did get to that. Patriots, this is how it works. Communists will take an event or something that happens that's true and turn it around to fit their narratives. And what this bonehead person is doing is she is saying because the general was with the president that now he's a dictator and the military is on his side as being a dictator. 
absolutely false. This general knew he should not have been there because of the specific reason that he said. And they even played it in their clip. And this is what he, the general said. Create a perception in the military and politics, that military is part of politics. So he apologizes that people thought that there was a perception that the military is involved in a politics. He apologized for showing up there. He didn't go there to support a dictator or what they call a dictator and a president. But, but, but because they hate this man so bad, they will do anything to twist the truth and tell you what they think the truth is. And I guarantee you this general, when he heard what these people were saying, was about as mad as you can get. Because this is a true patriot of America, and he knows there is no way military is going to get involved in this, quote, political crap. So let's talk about this Turks. The Young Turks is an American liberal progressive news and opinion show on YouTube, on YouTube, no less, that additionally appears on selected television channels. Most recently, Scenic Uger, which you've seen on TV before, was recognized by Media Mediate on their list of most influential in the news media in 2019. Mediate, this company called Mediate, is owned by Dan Abrams. He's the founder and publisher of Mediate. He is also the ABC legal chief of the ABC Broadcasting Network. See how all this is tied together? It's an absolute travesty of what has happened to the media in this world. They are communists and they're coming after you. This person that you just heard, her name is Anahit Misak, very difficult, called Ann Kasparani, is an American progressive political commentator, media host, university instructor, and journalist. She ain't no journalist, I'm gonna tell you that right now. She is the main host and producer of the online news show called The Young Turks. This is the microphone that these communists have. And the young minds in this country cannot even come close to discerning what the truth is. They don't have the education background and the experience to understand what these idiots are telling them. So now you've got all these young people and college people going around saying, oh, Trump, he's a dictator because he's got the military on his side. So they're saying, oh, now these are all the generals speaking against Trump. And which is true, there are some that are. But they're very, 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 very small. The military run by this great man stated over and over again, we are not going to get involved in politics whatsoever, and we are definitely not part of Trump and whatever frame of mind you want to put us in. So this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with complete deception of reality. And the sad part is young people don't have the ability to understand that, so they're just falling in line like the lemmings. So what I want to do next is I want to play a clip that I found from the 1984 Ronald Reagan 
commercial when he was running again for president in 1984. And it's from what they call the living room candidate. And they got a whole bunch of commercials from different pop political commercials from different years. And this one's really, really pretty good. It, it uplifts me and it gives me the positive attitude of what America really is. Because Reagan is becoming more and more and more the best president that we've ever had in the history of America. And this is a great example of why. And Donald Trump believes exactly what Reagan does in this commercial. In my lifetime, we've faced two world wars, a war in Korea, and then Vietnam. And I know this, I want our children never to have to face another. A president's most important job is to secure peace, not just now, but for the lifetimes of our children. But it takes a strong America to build a peace that lasts. And I believe with all my heart that working together, we have made America stronger and prouder and more secure today. And now we can work toward a lasting peace for our children and their children to come. Peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. Today, America is prepared for peace. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it, now or ever. Our hope ultimately lies in Jesus Christ and God's plan for this planet. That's how it ultimately ends. However, that does not relieve us of the ability and the fortitude to go out and fight for freedom in our country against all enemies, foreign and domestic. We have a tremendous domestic enemy in this country, and we must unite as a country against the communists, against the media moguls, against the tech giants, against the true tyrants of this world. If we do not stand up and show up and speak up, they will crush us and leave American patriots with no choice but to defend ourselves and the freedom with arms. You heard it, with arms. And we can and will get to that point if America does not unite and get back to the same principles that Ronald Reagan was talking about. It's not the other enemies that we're concerned about today. We're concerned about the enemies within our front door. So stand up, show up, and speak up. This is The Gunny, out. <laughs>